Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. Ah, yeah, you know what it is. Hard worker, scrappy, unfiltered, and sometimes unhinged football content. Hard to explain, but you know it when you see it. Doing it daily, our way. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Redraft and Dynasty Fantasy Football, we got you covered. You know their defense is ranked like 31st in the NFL? NFL draft prospects and rookies? Now you know you're in the right place for that. Absolutely. All right, then stop saying it. Then we're done. And prop bets with my man Jay Rich. Count that money, man. Now wipe the crust out of your eyes. Get you a cup of coffee. It's time to wake your ass up with Ray G. You honestly are making absolutely no sense and you sound silly as hell. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. It is Monday, April the 4th, 2022. Y'all decided to wake y'all asses up with Ray G, even though I messed up the good mornings. So excited. We have a Grammy. This show, the intro that gives me hype. We be back here bouncing to the music. Won a Grammy last night. So shout out to K-Dot. Shout out to uh, Baby Kim. Um, I, I don't, uh, Jay, I don't know what category it was for, but they'll probably make us take it down off the intro now that it won a Grammy. How are you, my friend, this morning? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm uh, I'm excited. Like you said, Grammy nominated intro at the Wake Up with Ray G yeah, show. Man. We did it's, it. Uh, we good did day, it, baby. We did it. I don't we know how it. we got Grammys, here, but baby. we made it happen. And I don't know if you saw the the breaking news over the course of the weekend. Mm. But did mm. you see that Super Hot is back? Mm-mm. I did not. You you did not. I'm t- I'm telling you, it. everyone who everyone who knows, if you know, you know, right? If you know, you know, Super Hot. Go to my Twitter and go look at the first tweet I tweeted out this morning. It was like like 2 a.m. I'm on Instagram. I'm scrolling the feed. And I'm like, wait a minute. Is that glasses, jacket, shirt, man? Chilling yeah. on my IG right now? Oh, my God. I was hyped. I was hyped, mm. but happy to yeah. be here. Good Monday. Yeah. I was up late, but I'm here, baby. I'm here. Excited. All right, man. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see everybody in the chat this morning. Chris, Jay, our girl Joe, always in the building. Aaron, Dalton, Roe. Jeff, Johnny, Mike A, always in the building, man. It's a good, gonna good, be a good day. Gonna be a good day. Ty, what's going on? Good morning to you. Good sir. EV, Eric, my dog, what's happening? Um, yeah, man, not a lot of news. Not a lot of news. We're like in this dead period where not a lot of shit is going to be happening. Um, trade speculations, you know, Brandon Cooks, multiple teams calling in on Brandon Cooks, multiple teams calling in on uh, Chiefs looking to still find wide receiver help. Uh, I would love to see. I mean, Brandon Cooks, think about all the quarterbacks that he's played with through his, through, through his career. You know, Drew Brees. Uh, didn't he get some of Tom Brady? Wasn't he with Tom Brady for a little yep. bit in New England? Um, it would only be fitting for him to just matriculate on to the next Hall of Fame quarterback. Patrick Mahomes should be next on the book. So hopefully, uh, Jay, real quick, would you rather Brandon Cooks, uh, if, if you're the Chiefs, would you rather Brandon Cooks or Jamison Williams? Let's just go with the player that everybody seems to have penciled into Kansas City. But if you're that organization, would you rather take uh, 26, I mean, 27, 28-year-old Brandon Cooks, perennial 1,000-yard wide receiver, veteran in the game, knows what the hell he's doing, or would you rather have Jamison Williams? Just quick, quick question. I think it's a really easy one. I think for me, it's Brandon Cooks. Um, Brandon yeah. Cooks is going to be ready week one. He's going to be a NFL-ready wide receiver. As much as I love Jamison Williams, we just can't say that from him from a health standpoint and from understanding the offense. And so for, for that, on top of that, you talk about Brandon Cooks, a player who's played in three different offenses and excelled yeah. every year, even when he switched teams. 
So for me, it's pretty easy. It's Brandon Cooks. Um, and the other piece of news, right? Uh, they mentioned in the chat already. Devontae Parker getting traded to New England. Yep. So your uh, your Mac Jones shares are getting a, they're just a little little Man. bump up because your boy Bill is uh, bolstering that offense, if you could even call it that. Uh, I, I tried to warn you when you were saying, "Oh, Bill's gonna get it, make it right. He's gonna make it better." We'll see. You know, Devontae Parker could he be in a thousand yard receiver in that offense? Sure, because there's no one else there. Outside of that, though, I don't really know what to expect from him and uh, how it really affects Mac Jones overall. Marginally at best, I think. Marginally at best. Yeah, good reminder. Uh, he did have prime Jared Goff. I mean, when Jared Goff was yes. legit, um, Brandon Cooks played with him as well. Uh, you know, 1,000-yard walking 1,000-piece uh, with Brandon Cooks at wide receiver. Uh, fantastic wide receiver, and I think that would be – I mean, you put him with Juju, with Travis Kelsey – they still miss Tyree Kill, but you've got a very good wide receiver to compliment to to go in and play. I don't know if it's the Tyreek role, but I think he'd be very well, good in that offense. Ray, what Matt. I'll say though he, is I think he could play Tyreek's role this year, right? Like he mm -hmm. can't be the Tyreek of old, but he could be the Tyreek of 2021, 2022, right? So I think that's where I see the parallels. People are like, maybe Juju could do that. I'm like, I don't think Juju could do that. But I think Cooks could because Cooks running those shorter routes, using his speed to get in and out of breaks quickly. I think that's what Tyreek excelled at this season. And Brandon Cooks guys is kind of the same thing. Joe asked the question, my 203 in a one QB league for Cooks. I would do that. I mean, in single quarterback leagues, yeah. When Jahan so. Dotson – no, there's no I think so, 100%. When Jahan Dotson is coming off the board like at 1-9 and at 203, you're talking about – Maybe Rashad White, um, you know, shit, Zamir White, it, it, like those type of players, one hundred percent in a single quarterback league. I'd be, I, I'd be making that move for Brandon Cooks, no doubt. Um, let's see, let's see. Okay, so I talked about the quiet, the calm before the storm. NFL draft month, we are here. We've got about uh, about three and a half weeks into the NFL draft that kicks off. I believe April, uh, April the twenty eighth uh, is the first round of the NFL draft. So. From this point forward, you're not going to see a ton of activity uh, activity through the NFL landscape, and everybody's still continuing to talk about the 2022 class, 2022 class, 2022 class. This week, we are going to take a look, an early look at the 2023 quarterbacks, right, Jay? We're going to take a look at the QB class on Wednesday for yeah. 2023. Is that where we're going? Yep. Jay says yes. Start to take a look at who's coming out. You know, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, the usual suspects, but after that, how strong is this class looking at the quarterback position? If you decide to wait on QB this year, you're not sold on Malik Willis, you're not sold on Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral and company, and you're like, ah, I'm a, I'm a gamble and risk it for in, in 2023. We'll take a look at what that is looking like today, right? Things are things will change. The college season is a long way away, and it's a long college football season. So things will be subject to change. But just to start to get an idea, uh, put names with picks, put names with slots, where, you know, where's the strength of this class? I'll tell you right now, um, it's 100% at the running back position. That's where the strength of the 2023 class is. But we're going to start to dive into those guys. Uh, think about what they're going to do this upcoming college football season and how that will impact our rookie picks and rookie drafts uh, moving forward. Everything that we do here, we try to keep you one step ahead of your league mates. The more you know about future classes, the better you can position your dynasty team for short and long-term success. So we'll be taking a look at that on um, Wednesday. And then Friday, we're going to take a look at a mock draft today. Four Thursday. Mock. Well, Thursday, excuse me. Our Friday. Our, you don't have to correct me. I know They know what I'm getting at. They know we don't do the show on Friday. Our Friday, which is your Thursday, we will be taking a look at a, a, a Superflex rookie mock based on the mock draft that we're going to take a look at today, provided by Pro Football Network. They have a four-round 
NFL mock draft that varies greatly from the one that we saw last week. And at this point in time, all I'm trying to do now um, for rookie drafts and, and, and thinking about fantasy football purposes is pre- preparation, preparing myself for chalk, preparing myself for chaos, preparing myself for a dud of a draft. And the more exercises you do where you look at where these teams potentially are slotting these players in, the better you can start to position your you know your game plan around what you're going to do in the rookie draft. So today, again, four-round uh, NFL mock by Pro Football Network, and this was by, let's give the individual credit, Oliver Hodgkinson. Oliver Hodgkinson dropped this on April the 2nd. Um, he's got a couple of trades in this mock. So we are going to run through the fantasy-relevant players in this draft, and that starts off at pick five. So let's get Jay back on the screen. Y'all comments, all that other shit that you got going on, drop it in there, and we will get to it as we go. But let's um let's get this bad boy started. So let's slide us over here. All right, and that went wrong immediately. As soon as I that went uh bad real quick, Jay. That that went bad real, real quick. quick. I don't know if uh, YouTube said no, don't do that. Don't show my Pro Football Network mock. You think that's what it was? As soon as I, I showed know, the man. screen. All right, let's try to do it again. Let's see what happens. Let's try to do it again. <laughs> Let's try. I don't. I don't want to get kicked off the stream uh, by showing internet mocks. Uh, okay. I guess we're good. We're here. We're we're back. We're back. Uh, yeah. So let's uh let's talk about it. I don't know what Joe said. Thought she was peeing. Lol. Oh my god. Uh, good old Ollie. All right. So at five. So in this mock, the Pittsburgh Steelers sent their twentieth pick. And the 52nd pick plus a first and second rounder in 2023 to the Giants for the fifth overall selection. So when you're talking about draft capital giving up, this seems like a realistic uh, amount of capital that one would have to get up to move from 20. uh, Hold on. Hold on. Carlo, you got me messed up, big dog. This is AT&T fiber optic. This is the this is as high as it gets. Jay, we have done download tests. You notice ain't no cheap Internet over here. We don't do that. It is not cheap internet, but Malik Willis at five to Pittsburgh, followed up by Carolina Panthers selecting Kenny Pickett. Man, if I had to, if I had to guess right now, Jay, for like chalk that's gonna happen, it's it's Kenny Pickett to Carolina. It seems like there's so much smoke around that. Yeah, uh, the connection with Matt Rule, we see the picture floating around with those two uh, on his recruiting trip at Temple. It just and I think the odds makers, uh Vegas Lions have Kenny Pickett uh favored to be the first quarterback off of the board. So, I do believe Really Carolina, they do? Yeah, they do. He's got the best odds Ooh. to be QB1 off the board. I think it's plus plus 200 was the last I saw. Um uh, was Kenny Pickett to come off the board uh first at quarterback. So, uh the Steelers trade up, get their guy. Carolina Panthers seem to get their guy. And I, I heard that the owner, David Tepper is also a pit alum yeah so, that's the other big um, connection right yeah another Tepper. connection another another connection um aaron i see the uh the super chat we'll get to it at the end of the show appreciate you homie no doubt all right let's keep moving the giants get a tackle and charles claw crossed falcons yada 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 boom jets here we go the jets get a wide receiver and they select garrett wilson first wide receiver off of the board um garrett wilson to the jets it seems a foregone conclusion that they want a wide receiver. Is it going to be Olave? Is it going to be Wilson? Is it going to be Drake London? Garrett Wilson to the Jets does what for Elijah Moore, in your opinion, Jay? 
Nothing for me. Um, we talked about this numerous times. It's just this is what's bound to happen is that Elijah Moore may not be the one, but he can be a very productive two. I think Garrett Wilson allows him to do that, to work inside, work outside. I think they can be used interchangeably and in a way that's really scheme independent. So for me, I think it's fine. Uh, people will obviously over-exaggerate, and I would be the one who would be going to trade for Elijah Moore in that instance. But for me, nothing changes at all. Still feel great about where Elijah Moore is at, and especially with him paired with Garrett Wilson in New York. All right, nice, nice. All right, we got a couple of defensive players off the board. The Houston Texans said no. The Houston Texans said no. They are not going to go with the wide receiver, so they pass on a wide receiver, and they go with the D-tackle, uh, the defensive end, the edge out of Purdue, Jordan Davis to Baltimore. Philly, they go back to the Alabama wide receiver pool, and they take J-Mo, Jamison Williams, out of Alabama. J-Mo to Philly does what for Jalen Hurts, in your opinion? Oh, it, it it helps him, I guess. Like, it gives him another weapon. But I think the problem is, is that Jalen Hurts hasn't shown that he can do enough with the talent he's been given, right? We understand that Philly has a plethora of wide receivers. You know, they've been kind of bust for the past few years. But they got Devontae Smith, and he was underutilized. And so they get Jamison Williams, and then he's going to be underutilized. So I don't, I don't really see how this makes sense for fantasy, but it should definitely elevate the offense overall. If Jalen Hurts can't get it done with Devontae Smith and Jamison Williams on his team, then clearly they need to make a, a change at quarterback. They still have Dallas Goddard, Miles Sanders out of the backfield, depending on how you feel about that. But Jamo is a great wide receiver. It just depends on can Jalen Hurts deliver him the ball accurately and on time, which has been what he's struggled with so far in the NFL. Yeah, and, and no concern for you about Jamo and his ACL tear either. I mean, he'll be no. healthy at some point, right? No. At some point, he's going to be healthy. Mid-season, he'll be back. We'll see him this season. It's just, for me, it comes down to is can Jalen Hurts get him the ball? Um, not the best landing spot for us in fantasy, but right. we'll take it, right? We'll, we'll see what we can do with it. And, you know, I think it'd be a value, right? We always talk, You talk about a lot how I, you're tired of drafting receivers based off where they're at presently, and J-Mo could be a guy you get at a great value because they replace the quarterback position next year with more draft picks. But we'll see what they end up doing this year and, and what direction they decide to go. All right, let's look at the second half of this mock. Oh, boy. Here we go. Now we Boom. have something to talk about. Boom. Goes the dynamite. The Kansas City Chiefs select Drake London, wide receiver out of USC. And in this trade, the Kansas City Chiefs traded their 29th pick, the 50th pick, and their 121 pick to acquire 19 from Philly. Definitely something I can see them doing. Um, if they get to the draft, Garrett Wilson is gone. Jamison Williams off of the board. They might start getting panicked. A little bit of Spook City, right? Spook City, they ship off one of those first. So, you know, Philly drops back 10 spots, picks up an additional second. And I think the 121 is at a fourth-round pick in the in the NFL draft. And Kansas yeah. City goes up to get their wide receiver, right? So then you throw Drake London in an offense with Juju Smith-Schuster, with Travis Kelsey, with MVS playing the flanker. I think immediately Drake London would slot into the X role, uh, Juju playing the slot, Travis Kelsey, the move tight end, and Marquez Valdez-Scantling playing the Z role, the field-stretching flanker. Uh this is not a Tyreek Hill replacement. Two completely different type of wide receivers. They aren't, like like this article says, they're not remotely similar players. But Drake London provides a type of receiver that Mahomes has not had in his career. A big-bodied outside wide receiver where Mahomes could put those in. And Drake London wins in contested catch situations. He wins down the field. Uh, this would be, if if this were to happen... How high would Drake London go in rookie drafts? Let's just talk super flex real quick. How high would he go 
if Kansas City used their first-round pick. They, not only did they use a first-round pick, they traded up to get him. How high would he go in rookie drafts? We're saying Brees Hall at one, uh, Malik Willis at two, or Malik Willis at one, Brees Hall at two. Uh, maybe a picket, maybe uh, 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 Kenneth Walker. Would you take Drake London ahead of any of those guys that I just mentioned? No, um, but I think he's cemented in the top five at that point, right? Like, I don't think he necessarily goes ahead of the running backs and maybe even the quarterbacks. I think Malik in Pittsburgh is where he could get him drafted, you know, 102, 103. But London pretty easily would be the first wide receiver off the board. I, I wouldn't see a scenario where he wouldn't be wide receiver one. And I think that's justified. You know, we've been waiting for this big, tall possession receiver to go to Kansas City, and Drake London is exactly that. And so, like you're saying, it's a match we've been waiting for for a while, and I think this is a great fit for London, and he complements all those guys in the offense presently uh, really, really well. And I like, I love this uh, uh, by Oliver. He said, why trade up for London? There are at least three teams that would have taken him before the Chiefs were on the clock. See, that, and that's the issue with 29, man. And I think if Kansas City wants a receiver, they're either A, going to have to trade for a Brandon yep. Cooks in the, for, during the NFL draft or right before, or move up. Because at 29, there's a good shot that London's off the board, Chris Olave's off the board. So they're staring down the barrel of a Christian Watson or a Jahan Dotson. And for that team, what they want to do, I don't think that's – who they necessarily want to grab at 29. So them yeah. trading that 29th pick, trading the 50th and the 121, it makes a lot of sense for Kansas City, and it also helps out Philadelphia. That would be a nice haul for Philadelphia in return for this move up. Uh, in my opinion, I think Drake London would probably be coming off the board. In most Dynasty Superflex leagues, he'd be coming off the board at 103. I think it'd be Hall Willis, uh, based on this mock, Hall Willis and then Drake London would be right there. Um, most fantasy gamers would probably make that move. All right, Giants, N'Kobe Dean. We see the, the Patriots opt for a cornerback. And then the Green Bay Packers. If, if I were to pair any wide receiver in Green Bay to have um, immediate levels of success right away, it would probably be Chris Olave. I, I think he just fits Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's a technician. Uh, he can win deep. Uh, we haven't really seen him be a yak guy. I think he's one of the worst receivers in yards after the catch um, in this NFL draft class, But what, what, at least with the top wide receivers, right? But the thing that you do get with Chris Olave is he's going to be where he's supposed to be when he needs to be there. Um, he can make plays down the field. Um, sure-handed guy. Uh, I, I think this is this would be a, a fantastic weapon uh, for for Aaron Rodgers to kind of build around. I still don't think he would walk into the season as the number one trusted go to target, but he's starting from day one, right? He's playing him and Lazard. If they don't bring somebody else in, are rolling out there as your your top wide receivers, and I think it would be a matter of time before Aaron Rodgers started to trust this young man. I think this would solidify Chris Olave, in my opinion, to Green Bay. He'd probably be a top eight pick, even in super flex drafts, man. I think people would see this landing really? spot. I think people would see this landing spot. Green Bay using their first first round pick on a wide receiver. They, you know, they haven't done this in years. Um, and then there's nobody else there, man. It's Randall Cobb, it's Alan Lazard, and a bunch of nobodies. I, I think this is of all the landing spots for a wide receiver outside of like Kansas City. I think this is one. The fit with Chris Olave with Aaron Rodgers, I think, is fantastic, man. And I'm just keeping it real. You know, I have not, I'm not the biggest Chris Olave fan. He's he's a fine wide receiver. I think he'll be a good receiver in the league. I think being paired with Aaron Rodgers has gives him a chance to be a lot better than I'm even projecting him for. I love this spot for Chris Olave. 
We scroll down a little bit more. Uh, yep, Dallas doesn't take a wide receiver because we can't afford to right now. We got to go pass rusher. And the Tennessee Titans take Traylon Burks. Again, I think of when I think of Traylon Burks and Derrick Henry and AJ Brown, I think of Space Jam One and the Monstars. Just big ass yak after the catch, after the handoff. Just this would be insane. This would be banana land. You get Traylon and AJ Brown paired with Derrick Henry. Good luck, man. Just yak monsters, uh, run after the catch, just run after the handoff. This would be fun. I, I love the land. This is, I love this. I love this. He, was, he still wouldn't be wide receiver one off the board. Um, but man, Traylon in Tennessee with AJ Brown would be fun. Jay Rich, I love this, man. I, and, and the variance of these landing spots would make rookie drafts so fun. Do you take Olave in Green Bay? Do you take the wide receiver who came off the board at 10 to the Jets, who Garrett Wilson, in my opinion, would probably be the one in that offense? Do you take the Kansas City Chiefs top wide out? Or do you take a guy that's paired with A.J. Brown and just, I mean, just yak monsters with A.J. Brown and Traylon Burks would be a lot of fun in Tennessee, we scroll down a little bit more, and we finish out with Detroit taking Jahan Dotson at the back of the first at pick 32. Yeah, I'm fine with it. Um, I, I don't love it for Dotson. Uh, I, I'm fine. It's not really with what it. they need, right? He's not really the player they need. I think that in he's a lot of ways, like Amon Ross and Brown and right? him do the same thing, right? Yeah, They're kind of kind undersized. Of like, yeah, He just plays a little bit bigger. And so with that being said, is he going to play outside? Is he going to play the slot? Like, I guess he kind of has to play outside. And he's not really ready for that yet. And, you know, he's going to have a slight adjustment to the NFL. But I think, you know, in Detroit, we'll see what they do with the quarterback position. But for me, I, I just don't love the spot. I think in reality, Shark would probably still command that outside X receiver role because he's bigger, he's faster, he's stronger, can stretch the field. Dots, on the other hand, probably slides into some kind of complementary role, maybe in the Z. But I, I don't love the fit overall for Dotson personally. But I think, yeah. you know, if you're getting him in the second round, there's still going to be opportunity in Detroit. And when they get the quarterback, we'll see how that offense ultimately unfolds. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, some comments right now. Number two wide receiver on Green Bay would be great for Olave. I'm with you um, right there. Uh, for sure, Ray, that would be a home run for Olave in fantasy football. Are we consensus London over Burks without consideration on landing spot right now? In my Listen, I don't have rankings yet. I, I continue to say this. There are no Ray GQ ranks out right now. I've done my film grades. Uh, once I get draft capital, I'll plug that into the model, and then it'll give me a composite score, and then I'll tier those guys after that. But right now, Drake London did grade out ahead of Traylon Burks on film. Uh Olave seems tiny. I thought he's kind of little too, but uh, there's Devonta Smith put out a training video yesterday. He's gotten a, he looks a lot thicker, Jay. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, yeah, man. Smitty looks like he's been in the weight room. Did he crack 165? Uh, he might be 177 right now, man. He looks good. I, he looks good, man. I think it's going to be a nice season for the Slim Reaper. Um, no real consensus at wide receiver, and I think that's what's going to make rookie drafts so intriguing. Is I don't think there's consensus anywhere. I mean, I think you got people who hate the quarterbacks and they take running backs and wide receivers ahead of all these guys. Um, I yeah. got Kenny Pickett in a uh, in a rookie mock, not rookie mock, in an actual rookie draft. I think I got him at 109, super flex in one of our patron leagues nice. over the past weekend. So uh, I don't think there's any consistent consensus on any of these positions at all. 
But no, man, are, are we buying Devonta? Yes, absolutely. Oh, um, you have to be. Yeah, it's, it's literally it all comes 100%. down to Jalen Hurts. It's nothing to do with Devonta Smith's yeah. talent. It's all to do with Jalen Hurts. The fact that he did what, what he the hell did last Nick year. Is doing. Yeah, the fact that he did what he did last year with Hurts playing the way that he did was. Uh, go look up that video. I think it was on his Instagram, man, that he put it out. But uh, that neck is starting to get thicker. You know what we think? What we say about thick necks? We like that. All right, round two. Let's go round two. And what do we have? Ah, there we go. So same landing spot as our man uh, Chad Reuter, but just, uh, well, not same landing spot, but uh, Atlanta gets a quarterback, but instead of trading up to number three, as in Chad Reuter's mock, they get Desmond Ritter here at 39, quarterback out of Cincinnati, and then followed up right by the Seattle Seahawks trading for uh, taking Matt Corral at pick 40, uh, the quarterback out of Ole Miss, currently my QB1 still. Um, but it's looking like he's going to come off the board a little bit later than QB1. So Atlanta did have to trade up in this mock to get Desmond Ritter. They sent away their 43rd pick, their 74th pick to Chicago. Uh, so the Bears moved down a little bit in order to acquire, uh, for Atlanta to acquire Desmond Ritter. And then we also see with that pick that Atlanta traded up, uh, that traded to Chicago, the Bears take George Pickens. The, George the Bears take George Pickens at 43. So we've got Ritter, Corral, and Pickens off of the board. What do you think about that pair right there, uh, Jay? I don't mind Pickens. I, I think the fit in Chicago is like we talked about before, whether it's David Bell, whether it's George Pickens, that bigger body wide receiver that can play outside. I think Pickens fits that mold much better than David Bell does. But again, you got to pay a little bit higher price to get George Pickens. But I'm really curious to your thoughts, if you want to touch on it really quickly, about Desmond Ritter in Atlanta versus Matt Corral in Seattle. Which dumpster fire of a franchise do you trust more to build around that quarterback? And do you think DK Metcalf would stay? Because I think that's ultimately the tiebreaker here. Is that Does DK Metcalf stay in Seattle or do they trade him prior to that extension? Because if we assume that DK is gone, maybe they get a wide receiver to replace him with those draft picks. But then you're looking at basically two empty offenses with literally almost no talent around them on both sides. Well, I'll start with this. I think Matt Corral is a much better quarterback. I think I just think he's a better quarterback than Desmond Ritter in every sense of the way, like passing, accuracy, um, the way that they run the ball. I just think he's the better prospect. I think he's the better quarterback. And um, while I like Kyle Pitts, I, I still would take Corral. I would take Corral. I don't care what else is going on. You're asking me which player would I trust on my roster to be something more than what he is and it's it's Matt Corral over over Desmond Ritter and they were selected one spot apart in this mock um it, it wouldn't be a question for me I think that's a great landing spot for Desmond Ritter I think Atlanta is a very good landing spot and he's got a quarterback to learn behind in you know Marcus Mariota who's a veteran they play similar styles of of, of ball yeah um, absolutely. but I I, I I don't trust either organization, but I like Matt Corral more than, than than I do Desmond Ritter considerably. All right. And then we talked about George Pickens off the board. What a compliment to Darnell Mooney and what a big weapon yeah. for Justin Fields uh, to grow around. I like that a lot. We got Christian Watson coming off the board. All right. Barely gets inside of my top 64. So the bet is still intact. Uh, player 50, uh, player 49 off the board of the Saints. I think this is a good fit. Like, this is a really good mock. Good fit for Christian Watson. Opposite Michael Thomas, stretch the field, let MT do his thing, and let Christian Watson get down the field and catch some of those YOLO Winston balls. Actually, a sneaky good spot 
uh, for any wide receiver to land in New Orleans this year. Very, very sneaky. Very sneaky good spot. We go down a little bit, and boom, we get a running back. Here we go. Towards the back of the first, back of the second, too, man. This is, this is where the NFL is valuing these running backs, right? There's a What's so funny, Jay, is we've reached the, t- the point in rookie draft season where all kinds of negative Brees Hall posts are coming out now. People saying he's yeah. not as not as good as we think, uh, shouldn't be valued this high, uh, pump the brakes on Brees Hall. Brees Hall is just a product of a bad running back class, yada, yada, yada. Brees Hall goes to Buffalo. I mean, just beautiful. All right? bets are Chefs, off. I made the pasta by myself, a homemade pasta. Brees Hall to, to Buffalo would just be... Now he still has to still got to deal with Josh Allen sneaking touchdowns at the goal line because yep. the Stallion is running that bitch in every time he's inside the two yard line. It is Josh Allen full steam ahead. But man, uh RIP Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, you never stood a chance. Brees Hall in Buffalo would be a smash. And coming off the board at 57. It's a good that's that's a realistic that's that's realistic realm for a running back. I love it, man. And Twant, man. We, I need it. I am. We need I, an I, Antoine Pierce shirt. I promise <laughs> the show. This is I. Unlike you, I hold true with my bets and promises. I am buying. I don't care where he goes. I don't care what team he goes to. I'm buying an Alec Pierce jersey. I'm telling you right now, I'm buying the jersey and I'm rocking that shit a week straight. He just continues but, to climb but, up draft boards. He just continues okay, to climb but up Ray, draft boards. You didn't even mention that not only is he going to he's drafted in the top 60, but Atlanta is stacking the quarterback wide receiver combination. Listen, I man, mean, tell have me you ever, a better match made in heaven than playing with your college quarterback so, in hot Atlanta. Man, no, it's not even hot Atlanta. They call Atlanta Chocolate City, and you get a white boy that can move like this, he gonna fit, he's going to fit perfectly in the city of Hot Atlanta. I, I I I love it. Chocolate City, Hot Atlanta. The Falcons take Alec Pierce here in the second round with that athleticism. Look at the Senior Bowl. He was only there for a day, but that first day of practice, man, he was winning off the line. He looked good. I still am not clear why he left. I don't know if it was an injury or what, but he looked damn good out there. He's built. Uh, he looks the part. Um, and he'd fit right in in Chocolate City real well with the Falcons. I love that, man. This would this would immediately – I'm seeing Pierce come off the board third round in rookie drafts right now, fourth round. This immediately bumps oh, him up. up. Yeah, he's, he flies up. He's, he's a round two pick, man. Just keep, keep – <laughs> Nah, man. Still keep him away from Lou, Lou Williams. Williams. Keep 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 Antoine away from Lou Williams. There, that is. A, oh yeah, I'm wrong. I am so fucking wrong. I am sorry. I the cultural references are getting mixed up. That is DC. DC is Chocolate City. You are 100 right, Ro. My, I I know Marcus. I know. I know. I know. It's early. The coffee's. You see, it's all the black people telling me I'm wrong. Is is my boy Marcus? Is okay. Stone. Got it, got it. Stone black as well. All, all telling me fake that I am GQ wrong. Uh, fake, on Red y'all know, this fake, fake news. Where's the, uh, where's the sounder? Where's, where's, uh, where's, where's my sounder at, Jay? I got I gotta hit the fake news sounder after. Let's, let's just keep going. Let's just keep going. All right, y'all ready for some more heat? If this happens, some more heat. Let's scroll down just a little bit with the uh, second to last pick in the second round. Third to last pick, compensatory pick. Sixty-two. 62, Kenneth Walker off of the board to Kansas City. I mean, 
I I don't know what what do we okay Ray what do we do this is, I don't this is the conundrum man this I is don't know. this is where we're at I don't people know. are talking about Drake London one hundred two I'm not not anymore don't think so would but Kansas Brees City Hall, would Kansas City go back to the RB I I know I, go through it go, go go ahead Brees Hall go ahead man go ahead Brees Hall in Buffalo with Josh Allen you know they did say they did say Josh Allen's not gonna be running so much anymore that contract it kicked in. So now they got it. They can't do that. Then you got Kenneth Walker taking over that Rojo, RIP, Clyde, hit waivers, Damian Williams. See you later. Give me Kenneth Walker in Kansas City. My God. How do you decide between 101 and 102? And who do you take? Which offense do you trust more? Do you trust the best offense in Buffalo? In my opinion, probably in the AFC questionable but if they get Brees hall add them to that offense my god but then you talk I about can... kansas city adding kenneth walker well here's the thing we've t- we I, I, we talked about this two weeks ago i was watching that kansas city la rams game and remember i came on the show the next day and said the offense hasn't looked the same since they lost kareem hunt that's not to say that they haven't been good they've been air raid and great but they lost the dimension of physicality of the when the the this this might sound crazy, but when your greatest rushing threat is Patrick Mahomes and Jarek McKinnon Literally. and Daryl Williams, that's a problem. Kenneth Walker has a lot of Kareem Hunt in his game, man. There's a lot of Kareem Hunt in his game. I, I'm I'm trying not to 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 get sucked into the landing spot again, <laughs> but this he is a superior to, running though. back prospect. He is a better running back prospect than Clyde Edwards-Helaire. It's the fit they need. This type of running back. My only and and listen, yes, Kenneth Walker better running back right now in my opinion. If I had to put the mortgage on who's a better back, Ronald Jones or Kenneth Walker, I just. Are they okay enough with Ronald Jones to tote the rock this year that they're like, we don't have to do this? That's I'm just giving some pushback. Just giving a little pushback. I right? think I think they have to think that, right? Realistically, is that do they need Kenneth Walker? No, but it would be really nice if they had a running game, right? Like we've seen what they've done without one. They would desperately they've been trying for three years to have a running game. This would if this doesn't solidify it, there's a greater problem in Kansas City than their drafting ability, right? Like if Kenneth Walker can't work out in Kansas City, they have a larger problem than just their ability to draft good players. Yeah. Um and yeah, Kareem Hunt ran a slow 40. I think it was like a 463 is what Kareem yeah. Hunt ran. I think people forget like what's funny is slow, you know, for us evaluators, right? But th- very much not slow uh for NFL purposes. A 46 is fine, but yeah, he ran he ran a slow 40. I, man, this would this is just interesting. I like it. I could see them doing it. In the last mark, they had um, uh, James Cook going to Ken- to Kansas City. Yeah. In the set, I think the same pick, pick same sixty-two, spot. same spot uh, for for uh, James Cook. I'd much rather Kenneth Walker uh, to Kansas City. All right, let's go round three of this mock. And looky, 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 Sam Howell uh, falls to Detroit at pick sixty-six. I'll just say this: Can I see a team? Uh, foolishly trading up into the first for Sam Howe, yes. This seems more likely, man. Like, a second, third-round pick for Sam Howe. Uh, RIP, those early rookie drafters who took Sam Howe in the first round of their rookie drafts, because if he goes in round three, I'm out. I mean, in my opinion, 
that solidifies Jared Goff like nice. Like he's in a good spot. Jared Goff is in a great really? spot. Really? You think so? Man, third round quarterback, man. We'll see. I know Dak. But that's what we said about Davis Mills, right? Like that's that's where I would say to you is like my pushback would simply be is that we've we've been drafting these guys. To your point, we haven't been drafting them in the first round. Haven't been drafting them even in the second round. These were third round picks, even in superflex leagues. But I think there's an opportunity to get an opportunity, like you always talk about, being a high third round pick going to a team that does need a quarterback. And for a quarterback like Sam Howell, who produced for three years and we believe does have talent, we have to feel like even in the third round, he has to get a shot at some point to really show what he can do. Because I get being a third round pick, but he'll get a shot eventually. And I think that's where it's worth taking a shot on him, right? Okay. Not in the first round. I'm not. I'm not. No. You would draft him in the first round of a rookie draft if he's a third round quarterback. I would not. It'd be back okay. of the second, probably at best for me. Okay. Same. Same. All right. Let's uh, look through this one. We got some good spots. Tight end one off the board of the Giants. Trey McBride. Good spot for McBride. Um, tight end premium yeah, league. You really should good. be excited about that. Uh, day two draft capital for a tight end. That's solid and he's athletic. Four five forty yard dash. Sky Moore to Houston. Seems like a good fit with Davis Mills. I like Sky Moore to Houston. Third round seems very realistic for Sky Moore. I don't think he's falling out of day two, so he's got day two draft capital. I like it there. Yeah. Um, Calvin Austin, uh, player that a lot of guys like, man. You know, when, when you're just looking at him as a wide receiver, what he can do off the line, in route phase, um, just his inventory of ways that he can win on the field, he's little, like a bet that I don't really want to make in fantasy, and I wouldn't make that bet early. But, you know, third round, Jacksonville, Calvin Austin, seems like they need a slot receiver. Maybe, maybe it's worth a shot. Maybe, maybe. I feel like Listen. he's just a returner, though, right? Like, and he might be. And that's that's probably it, be a returner in, a, in the third round. You're talking mid third. You're, you're dart throwing that shit anyway, man. You know what I mean? You're dart throwing that anyway. So, you know, he's got the day two draft capital in a situation where there's no clarity at receiver whatsoever. Uh, Christian Kirk, Calvin Austin, have fun with that. Colts, take your boy, John Mechie. You're a big John Mechie fan. There goes the Colts uh, taking John Mechie here at pick 73, a top 75 pick for the Indianapolis Colts. And then let's roll down to uh, the the back half of the third round picks. We get the Vikings taking Carson Strong, the Cleveland Browns taking Jalen Tolbert, the L.A. Chargers taking Isaiah Likely, and the Houston Texans coming in in round three, Isaiah Spiller. So we've got four Fantasy relevant guys off the board, back to back to back to back. Carson Strong, Jalen Tolbert, Isaiah Likely, and Isaiah Spiller coming off of the board at pick 80 to the Houston Texans. The Houston Texans did sign or trade for uh, Marlon Mack uh, a couple of days ago. So let's talk about this, man. First of all, I just want to say I like Isaiah Likely to the Chargers. Good developmental tight end prospect. Athletic. Let him learn behind. uh, They've just brought somebody in. Who'd they bring in? Um, Was it Everett? Oh, yeah, I think so. Was it Everett? I think so. Was it Everett? I okay, so. so you get Isaiah Likely to kind of sit and groom behind Everett and Parham if he's still there. Jalen Tolbert to Cleveland. I don't know why, but this just seems like a good fit. Like, it just seems like a good fit. Jalen Tolbert in Cleveland with Deshaun Watson seems like a good fit. Carson Strong in Minnesota. I mean, he's a statue. He's better than Kellen Mond, that's for sure. He's, so oh, I think maybe ooh. it makes sense, right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe it makes sense. Uh, Isaiah Spiller to Houston in round three. I'm still in. He's a first-round rookie pick. He's coming off the board after Kenneth Walker and after Brees Hall, no doubt. But if he goes to Houston, 
Um, he's down there training anyway, so they get a good look at him. He stays home in the state of Texas. He trains in Houston, Texas with Footwork King. Shout out to Footwork King. Uh, we we go exchange back and forth. Uh, but I think this solidifies him as the, uh, the third running back off the board in rookie drafts. And if you can get him, I, I think this would drop him. He'd go behind probably a couple of the wide receivers. I think he'd be in that 110 range. Least, yeah. 110 range, like one one nine, one ten. Um, probably, I'm probably yeah. super flex. I'm just assuming super flex. Single quarterback, he's no doubt going to be a first-round pick. But uh, this would be a great landing spot for one Isaiah Spiller in the third round. New England gets a wide receiver, Romeo Dubs, out of uh, Nevada. I'm flaccid. It does nothing for me at all. Hopefully, Matt can get him Good the ball kid. deep, and that's about it. That's about Good it, kid man. does like... nothing for me. We got David Bell to the Arizona Cardinals. Greg Dolchich, tight end from UCLA. Uh, with the new look and maybe Gronkless uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I like the fit there. Jelani Woods, athletic big man out of uh, Virginia, had a hell of a pre-draft process. Green Bay takes a shot on him at 92. And let's slide down to the fourth round of this mock. And uh, yeah, Rashad White to San Francisco at 105. He's the backup running back to uh, backup to the backup uh uh, Elijah Mitchell, maybe even Trey Sermon. Not sure. We'll see how that plays out. And let's finish out the fourth round of this mock. We get Jeremy Ruckert to the Baltimore Ravens. Seems like a good fit. Tyler Algier uh, to the New York Giants. Uh, Jerome yep. Ford to the Denver Broncos. Justin Ross to the New York Jets. Jake Ferguson, tight end out of Wisconsin. First time we've seen his name pop up in a mock to Philadelphia to pair with uh, to pair with Dallas Goddard. Caleb Ellerby. Ellerby. LB, LB, Western Michigan. Uh, sure. Seems like a New York, uh, Philadelphia Eagles type court. Just reminds me of Kellen, uh, Ke- whatever, Cobb, whatever his name is out of Houston. Uh, remind, just, I don't know why, but that's what popped up. Uh, Khalil Shakir to the Buffalo Bills at 130. And then we get James Cook to Tampa Bay in the fourth round. Much more realistic, in my opinion, for James Cook than the second round to Kansas City. James Cook to Tampa Bay right here. Tyquan Thornton. I've got a homeboy that played at Baylor, and he texted me over the weekend and said, Tyquan Thornton to the Bears in round two. Book it per his sources. Um, Yeah. Uh, that's we just, taking that that's, to the sports books, <laughs> Marcus. You know who I'm talking about too. You know who I'm talking about too. Told me Tyquan Thornton to to the to the Bears in round two. Cade Otten, tight end out of Washington. Seems like he's been in college forever. Danny Gray, speedster out of SMU to Pittsburgh to the Pittsburgh Steelers. This feels like a Baltimore Ravens pick. Damian Pierce to Florida. Just. Just feels like a Baltimore Ravens type running back. Damian Pierce, I like him. Charleston Rambo to the Ravens. They just continue to make bad wide receiver selections. Uh, no thank you on Charleston Rambo. And then um, the uh, tight end out of Maryland, athletic tight end uh, to Tennessee to finish out this uh, this uh, fourth round rookie mock draft. Jay, real quick, some of your favorite. Uh, hold on, Marcus said. I need to call him about that. Yeah, he knows exactly who I'm talking about, given that bad Baylor, bad Baylor source news. Uh, but what do you think about this mock compared to old Reuter from NFL Network? What do you think about this one? I think it's just a different take on a similar story, right? The quarterbacks didn't go as high, but they still went to the landing spots we kind of expected. And then you see the running backs, though. The running backs were the ones that they're going to home run AFC title contender spots with great quarterbacks to the point where... 
you know, we're, like you said, we're going to do a rookie draft based on this. I, I don't know where these players are going to go at this point. You talk about Drake London also going to Kansas City would be a top five draft pick. It's going to be a crazy mock. And, you know, we'll, we'll do it pretty deep. We'll probably do another four-round mock and see what it ends up as. But for me, man, it's it comes down to is like, do you believe that Brees Hall is still the 101 knowing that Kenneth Walker's in Kansas City? And what spot is the spot that we want? Because yeah. as much as we like Brees Hall – Buffalo has not been a, a great spot for fantasy running backs versus Kansas City, they, which has been a to, gold mine when the right guy has got but there. But to be fair, Buffalo hasn't had a back with Josh Allen. Like, to be it's fair, true. they have not had it's a true. back. Here's my thing. I'm not going to do that again, man. We did this shit <laughs> two years ago, and if you took that and, – and Again, Kenneth Walker, a much better running back prospect than Clyde edwards helaire No doubt we're not arguing that. But I'm not doing it again. When when Brees Hall is considerably ahead of Kenneth Walker, based on my grading scale, I will not bump K-9 over Brees Hall just because he goes to Kansas City. I do think this will turn out, if this were to happen, this would turn out better than Clyde edwards Laird to Kansas City at pick yeah. 32. But I'm not doing it, man. It's, it, it would still, it would not impact anything for me. Uh Kenneth uh, Brees Hall would be RB1 if it played out this way with the draft capital and then landing spot secondary. Um, it would be it would be Brees Hall, Kenneth Walker, then Isaiah Spiller. And then after that, you saw no no Zamir White in this mock. No Zamir White, double mm-hmm. AC tells, no, no Zamir White. We didn't see James Cook off the board until round four. Tyler Algier round four. I think we saw uh, Jerome Ford off the board in round three. Those would be yeah. the three backs I want. Hall, Spiller, Walker. And for all intents and purposes, that's pretty much what it's been the entire process throughout the college football season, throughout the pre-draft process. And they come off the board in the order that I believe it will happen in the NFL draft. Hall, Walker, Spiller. Um, it would still be Brees Hall as the top-rated running back. I'm not I'm not playing that game again with Kansas City in that landing spot because ultimately um, that, that offense is going to flow and run through Patrick Mahomes – Period, right? Um, and 100%. I do think I do think Brees Hall adds a dimension to that Buffalo offense, and especially they didn't have to do it in round one. You do it towards the – I mean, it was towards the back of the first round. I think it was like pick 58, 57. Uh, so it's t- towards back of the second round, excuse me. Um, that's that that's good enough for me, man. I, I, I'm locking in Brees Hall as the RB1 if that happens. I'm seeing some people – they don't like this mock. They, they, I don't think there's any mock anybody will like. Uh, first round was mess. Second round, third, fourth, all. That's what the NFL draft yeah. is. Uh, we do a draft challenge every year. If you go back, so me and my homeboy during law school, man, we would we would look at like Mel Kuyper's mock and just see how many picks he actually gets right. It's like eight picks out of 32 that he's getting right on an annual basis. We do a draft challenge within the Destination Debbie Discord, patreon.com forward slash all gas. It's $25 entry fee. We've got over 800 patrons in there. So we get half of them to drop $25 in there. We pay out first, second, and third. Whoever gets the most players to landing spots correct gets a big payout. We do a big draft challenge. We're setting that up now. I'll tell you, it's a lot harder. Like These mocks are good because they're indicative of what's going to happen. All over the goddamn place. All over the place. Nothing is chalky. And especially in a year where there is no Trevor Lawrence, there is no Justin Fields, there is no Trey Lance or Zach Wilson. I mean, even in this one, we saw the first player off the board wasn't Evan Neal, wasn't Aiden Hutchinson, wasn't uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. It was, uh, it, it was, it was Walker, the, the edge out yeah. of Georgia. Like, I don't think there's consensus 
anywhere. And that's what makes this draft so intriguing um, than than some of the drafts in recent memory. So uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what's popping. We will do a a rookie mock based on these landing spots and draft capital on Thursday, not Friday. On Thursday, tomorrow's show. Jay, what are we doing? Top ten wide receivers. Top ten dynasty yeah. wideouts in the NFL. Top ten dynasty wideouts. Don't forget the super chat though. We got to get to that too. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 we, yeah, yeah, we yeah, get yeah, out of yeah, here. Yeah. Super chat, super chat, super chat. What we got? Super chat. Oh. Here we go. All right. Hey, Ray, asked this Thursday, but you might have missed it. Uh, I've got the 101, 107, 108 this year and seven 2023 first, but no 2024 first. Do I look to move seconds for 2024? And I'm going to assume like 2024 first. Yeah. If, if you got 101, 107, 108 and then a shit ton of picks in 2023, but no first in 2024, if you can move second rounders this year uh, to get first rounders in 2024, don't ask any super chat questions. Go send that or press accept immediately. Go get those 2024 first. You got Quinn Ewers. You got Trevion Henderson. You got Xavier Worthy. You got Brock Bowers. You got LJ Johnson, Donovan Edwards, JJ McCarthy, uh, potentially Kyle McCord if he gets his shit together. Yes, go get the 2024 first round picks, especially if all you're trading are second rounders in 2022. Please do that in a heartbeat, and then come back and tell me how many uh, first-rounders in 2024 you have. So we've got a great slate of uh, content lined up for you this week. Uh, We will keep you entertained all the way through the draft process. Uh, Despite there being chaos, we are here to keep you level-headed. If you enjoyed the show, appreciate the content, hit the thumbs-up button. Like, like, like. It's good for the algorithm. Comment on the YouTube comments, please. I appreciate everybody for being here this morning. We will be back tomorrow to talk top 10, top 10 Dynasty wide receivers. Use the promo code WAKEUP on prize picks. NBA playoffs are kicking off. Jay and I are going to start to provide some picks on the channel that should be going. Jay, we're going to start running those right around the playoffs, right? We're going to start running those little five, ten-minute yeah, pieces. Yeah, probably, probably uh, whether, it's a, whether it's the playing games or actually the first round, but I'm, I'm excited, man. You know, these same here. The minutes right now in the NBA are just a cluster. So I'm, I'm ready yeah. for some consistency and some good matchups. The NBA's been on fire lately, so I'm excited I'm ready for to it. pull that Lakers jacket back out. We're back in the play-in <laughs> game, baby. Lakers going to win the championship. Well, we're going to get there. We're gonna get. We lost to the. We're we're gonna get there, man. I I still got belief in my Lakers. Anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Nah, man. Nah. Right, what I would good. say though is if it, oh. go in the comments and give me your top twelve. That's what I want. I want everyone oh, yeah. who saw yeah, yeah, the yeah, mock yeah, draft. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go in the comments. Yeah. Give us your top twelve on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast feed, yeah. Go on YouTube. Comment your top twelve. One to twelve. Let's we'll do super flex one QB. Let us know the format, but we want to see what it is because then we can go back and, and look That's at those and then compare on That's Thursday. So give us your top That's twelve in the comments call. down below. If you want your if you want your top twelve to be featured on the show, go put it in the comments uh, and just signify single quarterback super flex based on the mock that we just did. So based on the landing spots, based on the draft capital, give us your top twelve. Give us your top twelve, and we'll compare with the experts did uh versus uh the good people of uh wake up so that's a good good job jay you are making me proud this morning you got you got you a super no chat five dollars this morning you got a good 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 day's work for you jay rich but we appreciate y'all tapping in we'll be back tomorrow y'all make this week make today great draft month baby get excited we'll be back tomorrow we out peace